late. Pirkei Avos. Okay, sometimes I like to learn Pirkei Avos. Pirkei Avos is a very hard limut. It is extremely difficult to find a good vart, a satisfying vart in Pirkei Avos. It's not so easy. All right, so let me tell you some things I came across. Here's an idea. This week is Perik Beis. Okay, this week is Perik Beis. The first mission begins with... Um, Rabbi Sai, this week, Rabbi Sai, this week is Perek Beis. The first mission begins with Rebbe Aymer. Question, why here do we refer to Rebbe by the name Rebbe? Until now we refer to him as Rabbi Huda Hanasi. This is the first time that we drop, we drop the name. The first parak is Rabbi Huda Hanasi, here is Rebbe. So I saw, I saw, I saw, why do we in general do we call a person by the title Rebbe? Isn't that a good question? Oh, I never heard that before. Roish, you want to say that Rebbe is Rosh Tevais? Roish B'nei Yisrael. What a covet to call a person by the name Rebbe. A Roish. Another answer is that Rebbe is really Nutrikin, Rebbe Yehuda. We call everyone by a Rebbe after the first Rebbe. Who is the first Rebbe in Klal Yisrael? I mean, as far as from, from the Mishnayis, not going back to Moshe Rabbeinu, is Rebbe Yehuda. No, so Rebbe is Rebbe Yehuda. Reish Beis is Rebbe, and the Yud stands for Yehuda. Every person today who is a teacher is following in the ways of Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, who was the ultimate teacher. He was the codifier of the Mishnayis. Everything really starts with the Tarsha Balpeh. Rebbe is Tarsha Balpeh. Tarsha Tarsha Balpeh is Rebbe, Rebbe Yehuda. So just like we find, like for example, Lahavel Elif Alfei Avdol. Every leader of Egypt is called a Paro. Right? Paro. It's a title. Every uh, leader of, of um, the Pelishtim was called Avimelech. Okay, the leader of every nation has a certain title. So too, everyone who is a teacher, he gets the name of Rebbe. Because Rebbe really stands for Rebbe Yehuda. Can you say nice, uh, nice, Roger Tavis is, nice, nice idea is, is it Rab, uh, Roish Shel Yisrael. Or Rabban Roish B'nei Yisrael. I have another idea. This idea is, I saw, this was, I was inspired by this idea from another avart that I saw, but the idea, I don't remember all the names of the Amorim and the Gemara, and you'll have to fill in the gaps, but the basic idea is there was a famous story where there was an Amorim, there was a Talmachacham, he was learning in Yeshiva with his Chaverim, and then he got an opportunity to go out of town, to go live a life of leisure, and they'll pay him, he should go out of town, and he went, and he didn't have to, he didn't have to struggle for Parnassa, and he can sit and curl the entire day came a time later, he came back to visit his chaverim, and they gave him an aliyah. And it was the laning of HaChodesh Hazel Lochem Reish Chodoshim. And instead of laning HaChodesh Hazel Lochem, he said HaChiresh Haya Libam. Their hearts have become deaf, have become, have become, have become, um, uh, what? Not hearing, clogged. HaChiresh Haya Libam. So what are the letters that this Amoira made a mistake? He went from Achoydesh to Cheresh, which is Dalad Reish, Hoya to Hazeh, from Achoydesh Hazeh to Hoya, from the Zion to the Yud, Libam, from Achoydesh Hazel, from Lochem to Libam. So the three letters that he made a mistake spell the word, not in order, Rebbe. The three letters that are the difference between 
Hachodesh Hazelochem, which is the first mitzvah that Hashem gave Klal Yisrael, which represents the idea of Hashachos, refreshing, newness, which is the ultimate of Torah, Torah Kihim, Chayin, Rech Yemenu, the three letters he made a mistake to become Acherish Hoyalibam, his heart was dulled, was clogged, and he was completely cut off, was Rebbe. That's what a Rebbe is. A Rebbe is someone who prevents you from and transforms you into a person of his freshness, vibrancy, newness, freshness. That's what you need a Rebbe. When this person, he was among his, now it all goes a little bit deep, because when this person, when he was among, who was he? He was among his friends. Chaverim. The ultimate teachers are your friends. We call, really, your students, right? We call, Malamda Hiskalti, from all of my, my you, you learn from everyone. When he went away, he felt, I don't need to sit over here in the community in the fishbowl with everyone here in this community. I'd rather go out all the way into the Hicks and I'll get a free lunch. They'll support me and I'll sit in Koilel. You're not going to grow. You need to be in the right environment to learn from your friends to feel the pressure to grow. That's what a Rebbe is. So, so this, is, this is an idea of why we call a person who is a teacher a Rebbe. He's preventing you from falling into the trap of He's guaranteeing that you remain strong and vibrant of Rabbi Wine talks about days, uh, years ago, he didn't uh, Today we don't have it because we don't care. Unfortunately, there aren't rebellion like that anymore. That's the problem. Today we live in the Skadnahadars. We don't have, it's very hard. You're going to find a derech in learning. There's no such thing anymore as derech in learning today. It's, it's all the same. Everyone learns the same thing today. Today, this unique approach to learning, how long is a Bachar in Yeshiva anyway? He's there for two, three years until he runs to Lakewood, until he runs to Yisrael, until he gets married. Even brisk. Everyone, everyone is the brisk of Mahalach. Everyone learns that Tzvei Dinim, they're learning Rabbi Chaim. Today, it's just the, the global melting pot. Years ago in Europe, you go, you go, you have a Rebbe of Mahalich Musser, or you have a Mahalich of, of, uh, of Lundis, and Mahalich like this, like that. Personalities today, today everything is just a big mishmash. So it's, we, we don't have the same. So let's go to another idea. I'm just jumping around. It says in the Mishnah, Da ma'lamalamucha ayin roya, the oizin shaymas, the cholmas secha besefim nechtavim. I like this avard, I saw this avard in places, is that this represents the Yeridas Hadayos. In the olden days, we were zoicha to have nevuah. The ultimate nevuah was found in the base Hamidash by the Kohen Gadol, who had upon him the Cheshen and the Urim Vitumim. And when you had a question, when you had a question, what should I do? Should I take this job? Should I take that job? Should I quit my job? <laughs> should I marry this girl, marry that girl? What should I do? So you go to the Kohen Gadol and you ask him, so let me consult with the Urim Vitumim. And the letters of the Urim Vitumim would light up. Ayin Roye. You look at the Urim Vitumim and you know what to do. Niskat Nuhadayrois. We no longer have a base Hamidosh, but after the Chumash and Chazal say the, the Nevu was taken away, but we still had a bas coil. You can hear out of heaven the echo 
There's a baskel coming from Shemaim telling you what to do. Neskadnu Hadarvus, we don't even have that. What do we have in Hazer? We have the Gurul Hagra. The Choma Secha, the Sefer Nichtavim. You did not know what to traditionally, we don't listen anymore, this is not that anymore today, but traditionally, you open up a Sefer, you don't know what to do, you open up a Sefer, you miss a couple of times, you point your finger, and whatever possible comes out to, that's what, you, that's what you're supposed to do. The, that, the, you know, they say the Chofetz Chaim, the Sefer Yomav, he did this continuously. The whole day people came to him and he continuously opened up a chumash, he put his finger on the pasik, it was mamish, he gave advice based upon this, this technique, the cholma secha, what should you do? By sefer nechtavim, it's found in the sefer. We don't do this, there's no one today on a madrega, on a spiritual madrega that, 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 that you can say, they'll open up the chumash for you, they'll, they'll miss the pages, have siyat deshmaya to tell you what to do. So unfortunately in the sky on this, we don't, we don't even have, we don't even merit to have such such bracha. Okay, let's go to another quick idea. Turning the pages here. Did he open up a Tanakh? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, it doesn't say. It doesn't say. It doesn't say exactly. It doesn't say what he did. So we all know this means in the place where you need leadership, right? With with a place where people are just wandering around. They're 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 uh, they're, wand- they're wandering aimlessly. Stand up. Be a man. Be be the leader. But there's a much deeper meaning, deeper meaning, and it's very applicable for our generation. Is when no one is watching, then behave yourself. When no one is watching, you're all alone. No one is watching. There's no security cameras, and you're in front of a computer, and you can do whatever you want. Make the extra effort to be a person of dignity, to be a person who is responsible for your actions. Again, the cylinder sitting is take, take command. In a place where there is no leadership, you should step up to the plate and become a leader. It's a much simpler meaning. It means if no one is watching, that's the greatest nisoyon in life. We all know good and well. Who are we fooling? That the way we behave when no one is watching is not the way we behave when we are in public. The way we eat. The way a person consumes food, no one is watching. It's not the way you eat when you are invited as a guest to someone's home. Then you sit properly and you're nice and you have a, 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 a fork and a, and a knife and you cut the food <laughs> and when you're at home and, and you say please and you're very disciplined, you're very nice and when no one is watching, the way do you eat? Come on, we all know the way, we all know the goes. That's wrong. When it comes to other things, a lot of worse, what? Who says this in the Sefer Likut Likute Shesh? In Likute Shesh, he brings this down in, in, in the name of Ahava Bitanugim, a Sefer called Ahava Bitanugim. It means when you. I, I heard this before. I heard it was some rabbi used to say it, but I don't, I don't, I don't Yeah, heard. on this on this Mishnah. Okay, it's, it's, it's an interesting twist on, on the words. Can okay, you jumping ahead? Uh, let me try to find the more interesting things here. Okay, this this is what I, I this is a very interesting vart. It says here, Hey Marmush Loisha Devarim, Rabbi Eliezer Mer Yichavar Chaverecha Chavalecha Kishlecha, Vialti Nech Lechoischev, Shuv Yoim Echlofnei Misoscha, Vahavi Mischamim Keneged Uron Shel Chachamim. Now, here we come to the part that I need. Vehavei Zohir Begachalton. Be very careful with regarding the Chachamim. Be very careful regarding their, their coals. Shaloti Koveh, you should not get burnt by Talmidei Chacham. Shenichi Shosan, their bite 
is nishichas shu'al, is the bite of a fox. The akitsa sun, their sting is akitsas akrov of a scorpion. U lechisha sun is lechishas saraf. It's also a bite, another type of bite. The whisper is the bite, is the whisper of a saraf. The whole divrehem kegachaleish. First, how you two verlach. First part is over here. It's a very nice idea. Is that all of Torah can be divided into three categories? It's so simple, right? Divrei agada. Then there's divrei choshen mishpat, choshen mishpat, which means money matters between man and his friend. And then there is iser veheter. Is that really true? What about Evan Ezer? I guess Evan Ezer is including iser veheter. Iser veheter. So therefore, the whole kolar kula. Is divided into three categories: agada, musr, hashkafa. You hear a nice vart, a nice story, words of inspiration. Hashkafa. Then there is money matters. Is this mutter, Is this money permitted? I got a check in the mail. This is a mistake. Why? I, I am I allowed to engage in this type of business practice? Is it mutter or is it asr? And then the third thing is: is this meat? Is it kosher? Is it not kosher? Is this woman permitted? Is it not woman? She needed. She's not in the chulu v'chulu. So that's what these three things allude to. A neshicha shu'al, the bite of a fox, is not poisonous. It's painful. If you get bitten by a fox, you're in pain, but you go to the doctor, or you don't go to the doctor, it will heal over time. An akrov, he writes here, he has sources for this, a scorpion, it's, it's, it's life-threatening. But there's a solution. You get a vaccine, you get medicine, then you can be cured from the bite of an akrov. But a saraf in Chazal's eyes is there is no there is no there is no uh, refuah. A person Rachmanu is bitten by the lichisha saraf. There's no solution. It's death. He's going to die. There's nothing he can do to take away the death. So he says that's what these three things. Are. When it comes to the chachamim, if the chachamim tell give you musr, they give you they deliver hashkafa agada. And you don't follow, you don't, you don't take it seriously, you don't, you don't follow their derech in Avodah Hashem, you're going to find yourself in a place where you don't want to be, you're going to be in pain. But it's not the end of the world. It's like the Nishichas Shu'ol, a fox bites, it hurts, I'm in pain, but no harm done. Eventually I just have to correct my ways and everything will be fine and good. When it comes to the if you steal money, you're in trouble. But there's a solution. The solution is to give back the money. So it's, it's the next level. It's a kitsas akrof. If a scorpion bites, it's poisonous. The person will die. But if you take corrective measures, then you will repair yourself. The third thing is iser If a person eats non-kosher meat, it's a mu'uvo she'eno yachol nesken. What are you going to do about it? It's already too late. Timtum Halef. What? It's eternal. Eternal. There's nothing you can do about it. So that is the third category of Lechishasan Lechishasak. That's one word. The other word is what are the Rashi Tevais of these three things regarding Chachamim? Nun is Neshicha Shu'ol, the bite, as a nun. Akitsas Akrav is the ayin. And the Lechisha of the Saraf is the Lamet. So what does Nun Ayin Lamet spell? Now. Hashem is the Jewish. Hashem said to Moshe, Shal Neolecha Me'al Raglecha. When Hashem recruited Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem said, Moshe, you're going to be the ultimate leader. And you are going to have, be responsible for Klal Yisrael. And they're going to make big mistakes, Klal Yisrael. They're going, they're going to drive you crazy. 
and you being the you being the God, the rabban shall call Yisrael, you are within your rights, and it's only natural for you to get angry at your people, and to and to uh, respond harshly, to bite them, to sting them, to whisper words of whatever lechishas and lechishas saraf. Hashem says, Moshe, Moshe, you the rabban shall Yisrael control yourself. Now that I'm recruiting you to be the leader, I'm recruiting you to be the leader of Klal Yisrael, it's true, you have this power within you, but don't use it. And don't abuse it. Shal ne'olecha me'al raglach. It's a very good word for, uh, for Chag HaSmicha. Shal ne'olecha. You've given the tools of of Neshicha Shual, the Akitzas Akrav, the Lechicha. So that's what a Rav has. It doesn't mean you have to use it. Just because the United States has 700 atomic bombs doesn't mean they have to go and <laughs> detonate them, right? They're there as a deterrence. They're there as a deterrence. Okay, the Cold War was not that there should be a war. It should be cold Turkey. It should not be a war. That's, it's a deterrence. This idea that you should have the tools but don't use them is rooted here in this Mishnah. You tell the Rav, you got the tools, you got the nuclear missiles, the bombs, but when you retire, it should be that you return your football without ever being the arsenal, should not never have been used. What? Your quivers. What? Remember you gave us on Friday discussing there were three different types of rabbis. Yeah. I'm a rabbi, the one that's politically correct, and the one that tells... It does what people want to hear. Which rabbi you talking about? You tell what they want to hear. I like this verse. It's a short verse. Rabbi Yishu Eimer. L'chor Rabbi Yishu disagrees with what it says later in the next parak where it says, Shloisha Dvarim Maitzin Es Adam Min Ha'olam Hakina Hataiva the Hakovid. So we have a stira. Kina Taiva Kovid. That's what it says in the next parak. Kina Taiva Kovid is Moitsina Samina Oilam. And here it says the three things that are Moitsimina Oilam is Ayin Hara, the Yatzer Hara, and Sinas Habriyas. So what are they arguing? Why? So he says a very similar answer. Is one refers to this world and the other refers to the next world. In the neck, in this world, you see people. They have kina, they have taiva, they have covid. They're not going anywhere. They do very well. They covid. I, I know the deeper interpretation is the kin and the taiva and the covid. They drive out of this world, but that's not muchuch. Many people are bali taiva, the bali kina, and the bali covid, and they get what they want. They succeed. They get very well, and, and and nothing happens. They live. They live a very good, healthy, successful life. So what then does it mean in the Mishnah? It means you get to the next world and they make a calculation of all the covet that you, you, you achieved and in, in, in all of the kin and the taiva. It's going to be mighty from the next world. This mission on Perik Bay is much more practical. It's telling you what's going to get you a ticket out of this world. <laughs> this world is Ayin Hora. The selflessness of the Yetzer Hora. The Sinas Habriyas. You live with these things. This is a sickness in your neshama, in your gulf. It's going to get you out of this world very, very quickly. Okay, let's go to another quick idea. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find something. I like it. This is a very nice idea. I like this idea. 
You should know what to respond to an apikoris. First of all, what is the meaning of an apikoris? It's a very interesting, very interesting discussion here. Yeah. So the Rav says an apikoris is from the Lush of Hefker. What's Hefker? Either it means the world is Hefker, a person does not believe there is a manik, there's a person that's a manik of the world, the world is just Hefker, that's an apikoris. It's very good to define, what is an apikoris? We throw around the word very, very loosely today. Oh, it's an apikoris, apikoris. What does it mean? What, what do you mean apikoris? He believes that the world is Hefka. There is no Baal Habayis. There is no Manik. Or, another interpretation, very different, his Neshama is Hefka. This Taka is a Baal Habayis, but I'm Mafkir my Neshama. I don't care about my Neshama. I'll do whatever I want. I don't care, I don't care about the consequences. Who's Hefka? The world is Hefka? Or you are Hefka? Or both? It's a very different approach. Think about what is it. Another very interesting interpretation, Hefker, it was the name of a very famous Apikaris. In ancient times, you have, all, you, have, you have different philosophers, and there was a philosopher by the name Apikaris. That was his name. And he, he, did, yeah, also, yeah, he did not believe that the world is a, has a Bria. Every person that behaves in such a way, an atheist, or every person that, that has false understanding of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we give him the name Apikaris. question is, why here does it not say, does not say Vitoshiv Lapikaris? It says, it doesn't say in the, in the Mishnah that you should actually respond. So the Mishnah is teaching something very profound. When Apikaris challenge, challenges you, when challenges Yadus, 99% of the time, he's not looking for answers. He's not. We all know that. He's, he's, he, he's giving you the answer. He's telling you the reason why I am not observant is because I have all of these complaints against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Problem is, when you hear words of Apikursus, it has an effect upon the person. All the Mishnah says is, a person has to work on himself to know what he should respond. But don't respond. Vida basically means respond to yourself. Vida, you should know ma shetoshif, what you should respond. But should you go through the effort of responding to the apikaris? No, don't, because that is not that is a no win. That is a no win. I mean, obviously, there are exceptions, but that is usually that is usually a no win situation when you respond when you when, when you respond to an apikaris. Okay, let me give you one more word. Okay, confirm. Okay, a person who's a a card carrying apikaris. Um, kids, if teenagers are asking questions, maybe. Okay, that's what he did. That's people people who are or at. Okay, there was something I really wanted to tell you. Okay, I, there was something else I wanted to remember. I don't, I don't remember, so I'll just leave it with you. Mm-hmm.